Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. MD called geographic atrophy or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, colors appear dull or washed out. For others, hazy or blurred vision make it hard to see details, like fine print on price tags. Many have trouble seeing in the dark, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you think you have GA, don't wait. Treatments are available. Ask a retina specialist about FDA-approved treatments for GA and go to gawontwait.com. The Tour of Texas Golf on the Horn is presented by Callahan's General Store. Here's Charlie from Callahan's with another green thumb tip. Winterizing is key. Keep an eye on your plants as the winter months set in. Those plants that are new, you want to make sure you have some cover over those plants, which you can get here at Callahan's General Store. And you can also, those plants that are in pots, begin the process of moving them inside to protect them. Callahan's General Store, 501 Bastrop Highway, online at callahansgeneralstore.com. And hey, make it a Callahan's day. This hour brought to you by Eckert Dentistry. Dr. Eckert can give you a new smile in just one day. Permanently secure to dental implants. Call 345-3166 or online at D-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T dot com. You're listening to KTAEAM Elgin, K270CO Round Rock. We are the Horn. The Horn. Guests on the horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit vaqueroscafe.com. Okay, we're all in take five. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, hook them up. 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. B rolls on good, bad, and ugly from the weekend. There was plenty of good, including Texas baseball. How zero runs in 27 innings for good? That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Take that. 1.66 ERA so far for the Texas baseball pitching staff. Plus, they're getting good hitting, and uh, Jared Thomas continues to be a rake at the top of the order. We like this ball club. Uh, We'll get to see uh, more, but uh, this coming weekend, really a step up. But so far, so good for Texas baseball. So far, so good for the Texas women's basketball team. On the bad side, not so much for the men. Mm, yeah. Baseball, softball, women's basketball, good. I got some issues. Basketball on the men's side, not so good. Yeah. Also not so good over the weekend, the uh, Austin FC run. Austin FC. Hey, did the new general manager try to tell y'all, right? Didn't he say? It's going to take some time. Well. We're building this thing right. It's going to take some time, y'all. Be patient. But uh, even, even an, a novice soccer fan could see that their first half was pathetic. Uh. Their first half effort was lame. And even the head coach after the game, Josh Wolf, called a, a spade a spade. That it's been first half performance was unrecognizable. He's the one that might be in trouble. Yeah, know, well, if you can't get effort. Yeah. We just talked about Rodney Terry on the defensive yeah. end. I mean, you can't. I mean, they, they if, if not for Brad Stuver, the goalkeeper, in that first half, they would have been down six or seven to nothing. Mm-hmm. He made some unbelievable saves because they yeah. were just – they're getting rolled. Um, in the second half, they played better. Credit where credit's due. And Sebastian Driussi did not play. Unfortunately, hurt his hamstring. Uh, remember, we talked on Friday to uh, Eric Goodman, and he talked about their uh, uh, their center back position, where yeah. they had eight different oh, center backs man. last year. Well, because of injury. Well, in game one, Leo Weissen in their top center back got hurt, hurt his foot, plantar fasciitis mm-hmm. issue. So, yeah, not good if you were out at Q2 Stadium. You went home disappointed. Great crowd, though. Matthew McConaughey was there getting people fired up. Um, yeah, they all the, the crowd's always lit. They they, they sell it out again. Oh man, I mean, they sell it out constantly. It, it's actually considered one of the best uh, fan experiences in MLS. Hundred percent. 
100 percent. But uh, the the on field uh, performance, like I, I think what we talked about on Friday with Rodolfo Burrell, the new sporting manager, their roster doesn't stack up to win a, an MLS Cup probably this year, and kind of a, a work in progress. But playoffs, you got to play, got to play hard and smart. I mean, Playoff, it's playoffs. Ex- uh, that's the goal. I mean, that's what Eric Goodman said to us on Friday was, is it, if yes. they can make the playoffs, it would be a, it would be a, a successful season according to the okay. ownership. There you go, because they know where their roster, you know, deficiencies are. They're they're just going to follow the plan. But either way, that was uh, that first half was pretty lame, uh, ugly, as we would say mm. on a good, bad, and ugly Monday. And there was uh, some ugly. There's talk about court storming. We're talking about uh, Cam Newton getting jumped by some dudes and handling his business. <laughs> you know, you watch that video enough. It's 30 seconds. If you're gonna if you're gonna bum rush Cam, you got to get him to the ground. You can't try to fight on his his side. You got to get him down, which they didn't do. Three dudes. How big were these dudes? I saw them, but they didn't look very big. It all happened so fast. You can't really tell. Cam, dude, Cam is a legit six five. 250, and he might be probably like 260. Yeah, and he's like, he's not just, yeah, exactly. He's built like a superhero. I yeah. mean, he's, he's just, he's way more muscle, <laughs> you know, that he is fat. And I just don't know why they want to test this dude, man. This dude is bigger. I, I remember reading, I read the stat earlier. You go look at it, Cam Newton is bigger than like 90% of NFL defenders. I'm not making up that stat. That is true. He is he, of, of the 100, it was 828 defenders in 2015 that took a snap on defense. This is the stat from, obviously, from 2015. And Cam Newton at the time, he was bigger and he was taller than 90% of them. Only 9.5% of NFL defenders in that season matched Newton's height and weight combination. He's bigger than NFL defensive ends, guys, and linebackers. You think y'all going to jump him with some three jabronis? Man, y'all, y'all better come correct. Better come correct, man. Come correct. And, and you didn't. Hey, by the way, uh, coming up this hour, we will hit uh, at the turn, bottom of the hour, be halfway through our five-hour Monday conversation. We have a new, uh, new player to root for in PGA Tour golf, Rod. Uh, from the weekend. we got a new guy that we like, and we'll tell you why coming up. Also, Rod will take us behind the burnt orange curtain. We're now three or four days out to the NFL scouting combine. Uh, we'll hit some off the record, including apparently Taylor Swift has some new rules for her her, her dude we've got to get to. And I'll, I'll give this on a good. How about AT&T? They're re- reimbursing customers for last week's outage. Five bucks each. Five bucks each for the inconvenience. Five bucks for, for inconvenience of what? Remember when the uh, the the – you know, Brock last week was here, and his, his AT&T wasn't working. Oh, like that's starting. all the, that's, that's what they gave him? Everybody got five bucks? So according to a statement, AT&T says the average cost of daily full service is $5. So they're going to get everybody back to five bucks. Wow. Reimbursed for okay, the I day like of that. Is that enough? I, I didn't – I have AT&T, and I never lost service. Okay. But you were you were around a wireless network, right? I think there's people who weren't around a wireless network. I'm not sure. Well, I don't have I had AT&T and my phone works. Yeah, because okay. well, like Brock, when he when he came in and produced for you, remember he you had to leave during the middle of the show, Ty, and uh, you know Brock had no service. Like he woke up and it yeah. said SOS, yes. he couldn't do anything. He couldn't yeah. call, he couldn't text, and uh, so he's getting five bucks back. Okay, well, it's, so it's, not everybody. He's only people whose service was disrupted. I'll take it. So are you gonna get five dollars? <laughs> I hope. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They give it to everybody, or are we just talking about only the people whose service was interrupted? Maybe you just call and complain, and then maybe they'll give you five dollars. They probably will. Yeah, they definitely will. What are you talking about? They, they, they will definitely do that. Worth their trouble. Yeah, because that was like a national story. People were upset. He was on social media complaining about that, man. Because they can't get on social media and complain. <laughs> my phone's not working. <laughs> I can't get on. It was probably that number one complaint, too. Hold up, man. Why's my, my ex not working? My Twitter, my Instagram. Yeah, check my timeline here. Yeah, check my timeline. For Why sure. can't I put these Instagram? I need to put these pictures up on the gram. <laughs> yeah, what if you're an influencer? Yeah, man. It costs you money. I'm not influencing. <laughs> it costs you some real what, money What's there, the man? world going to do? I'm not out there influencing people. It's going to oh. shut down. That's great. I mean, it, it's probably a good habit to adopt. Like once a, once a week, just kind of put the phone away for a while. I try, I try to do that to do on it. the weekends. I, I do. do. I try to put it down. On I do. And not look at it for a few hours. Oh, just, absolutely. Yeah. I try to go like a, it's eight hours just like without looking at it, do stuff around the house, watch a good TV show, spend time with the, the baby and, That's right. and the wifey, whatever it may be. Yeah. yeah. You should disconnect. It's good. It's good for you. I, you know, it is the challenges you have kids, right? And especially my kids are all now adults. But at the same time, when they were little or younger, you wanted to be able to be near your phone just to make sure, right? If something yeah, happens. that's different. Now you're right. That's, when you have you kids, got kids, you got you got to have their phone. They're with driving you. and out and oh, about yeah, and whatnot. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it is a good thing too. Some of y'all tracking them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't do that. You know where they going anyway? I don't. I know. I, I that was that's not. Yeah. Um, you want you want them to get in. You want them to make good decisions, and they got to get in a little trouble so they can make a good decision. 
Yes. Right? You got to gotta get, you know what I mean? I, I know what you mean by that. It's like, hey, man, I need you to experience life a little bit. Yep, you're going to be tempted. There's going to be some peer pressure. And you may, yeah, you may fold, but I need you at one point to make a good decision and decide to do the right thing. And I shouldn't have to monitor you 100%. the whole time while you 100%. do it. 100%. Yeah, I should trust that in was, my parenting. That was my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I, it's not everybody's way. My way was, you know, I. You know, if I'm tracking you, you might just make decisions because I'm tracking you. you know what I, mean? <laughs> I want you to make good decisions because you're a good, good person. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know you're going to make some bad ones along the way, too. But exactly. that's just the way that's going to no, go. All right, let's get to the top stories, headlines to start your uh, Monday, your work week. Let's hit it. Final week of February is here. Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment bring you the top stories. And we start over at UFC Dishfall Field. Heck of a weekend for David Pearson, his 16th ranked Longhorns. They'll be moving up the charts, you have to think, after they finished off a three game sweep of Cal Poly with a 7 nothing win yesterday. Add that result to a 6-0 win Saturday, a 2-0 win on Friday, and you get the picture. Three wins for Texas and 15 runs. Three losses and zero runs for the Mustangs of Cal Poly. It started with LeBaron Johnson Jr.'s an eight-strikeout, two-hit masterpiece on Friday night. Nine Texas pitchers climbed the hill over the weekend as addition. Combined to hold Cal Poly without a run over 27 innings. Uh, it's the first time since 2002 and only the third time in program history that Texas has held an opponent scoreless for an entire three-game series. Six and one Horns will now wrap up their eight-game season opening homestand tomorrow night, hosting St. John's before hitting the road uh, to Houston for that Astros Foundation College Classic this weekend. Across the street of McCombs Field, strong weekend for the second-ranked Texas softball squad. They came home to host the Longhorn Lone Star Invitational and posted uh, four wins, two wins over Louisiana, two over Colorado State. They're 12-1 and one now. They did suffer their first loss of the season Saturday night, fell in extra frames to 12th-ranked Stanford, 4-3. One, 1-1 one, uh, weekend for the Texas basketball teams. Texas women rolled into Central Florida and rolled out with an 87-58-56 win. That's their eighth straight win for Vic Schaefer. Texas men got trounced on the road for the second straight Saturday. Ninth-ranked Kansas did it this time. 63% they shot from the field, rolled to an 86-67 win at Allen Fieldhouse. Horns are on the road tomorrow night to face Texas Tech in Lubbock. Uh, rough start for Austin FC. As we mentioned, they lost to Minnesota United on Saturday night, 2-1. And safe to say, rough weekend, uh, rough Sunday in the NBA for the Texas trio. How about uh, three losses by combined 64 points for the Spurs, Mavericks, and Rockets yesterday. Dallas had one seven in a row, but they got steamrolled in Indianapolis by the Pacers, 133-111. Former Longhorn Miles Turner led the way with 33. Houston lost at home to Oklahoma City. Spurs got drubbed in Utah. Horn headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. A new year and a new store. Come see our new beauty location at 200 Trademark Drive to rent, buy, or repair any construction and lawn equipment you need. TopGun.net. We'll shoot you straight. Uh, biggest news over the weekend. We've been talking about it all morning. Uh, and it definitely affects the University of Texas in a positive way. Um, federal judge on Friday suspended NCAA rules on name, image, and likeness benefits for athletes. Uh, it was a a, just a huge death blow, if you will, to the NCAA uh, and their powers of enforcement, if you will. Um, it was the University of Tennessee being backed by the state, because it's a state institution, um, in a lawsuit against the NCAA. Essentially, uh, Tennessee claims they followed NIL laws of the state, and the NCAA claims that, hey, your laws of your state conflict with our NCAA rules, and you should follow the rules. And Tennessee's arguing, hey, no, laws trump rules. NCAA is saying our rules trump your laws. Well, the federal judge decided that, yes, indeed, laws trump the rules. So it's a victory for the uh, attorneys generals in Tennessee and Virginia in their lawsuit against the NCAA. Both were suing for the same thing. Um, and now, if you look at the decision applies while the court case plays out, and the ruling covers the entire country. It prevents the NCAA from enforcing its NIO rules against any school <laughs> and giving student-athletes latitude on signing deals without the give and take of a free market, says, uh, and this comes from Judge Corker, Judge Clifton Corker. Without the give and take of a free market, student-athletes simply have no knowledge of their true NIO value. It is this suppression of negotiating leverage and the consequential lack of knowledge that harms student-athletes. Corker took issue with the NCAA strategy to prevent recruiting inducements, including the association's attempt to classify NIL collectives, which raise and distribute money as boosters. The NCAA's prohibition likely violates federal antitrust and harms antitrust laws and harms student-athletes, Corker wrote in his ruling. So, yes, now college recruits and transfers can negotiate and sign NIL contracts before enrolling at a university with no fear of breaking NCAA rules. Yes, and it is national. It's not just a Tennessee thing. 
This is a. You know, it's a, there's a great quote, and this is, I think it applies to NIL too, that if you just kind of look at the way things play out in really in capitalism and, and the free market, that oftentimes, you know, something starts out as a great cause, right? And I think the NIL was the great compromise, right? It was a compromise between pay for play and amateurism. Amateurism, we agree, the, the old uh, mod, antiquated model of amateurism no longer applied in a modern um, sports industrial complex. And pay-for-play was, oh, that's just too far. Just gets giving guy, giving players money for them playing. That essentially makes them employees, and maybe that would be too far. And NIL was the great compromise. But every, and it, it, like I said, that was the cause. Every gay cause begins as a movement, becomes a business, degenerates into a racket. That's capitalism, and it's happening. That's what now we're at the racket. I think we're now we're we're getting to the we're going from the business to the racket phase of nil, and it violates the spirit of the great compromise, which was now let's find a middle ground between pay for play and amateurism. So, like I said, every great cause starts as a movement, becomes a business, degenerates into a racket. That's where we're at now. We're in the racket phase. Yeah, it's just right. It's mm. just people just it's just money. It's just money grabbing, and yeah, it's. Like I said, it it won't be like this forever. You'll get some guardrails and some federal legislation about NIL potentially. But uh, right now, yeah, we're in a wild, wild west. This is make it rain. I mean, you can help Texas. It it does in the in the short term, but it doesn't help the industry. They got to get because look, it went from you know the the NCAA and the university presidents in control and the coaches having full control of everything. That's now been ruled illegal. Yeah. I mean, you can go back to the. um, the the you know the Alston case and against in the Supreme Court there was nine nothing unanimous that the against the NCAA in that landmark antitrust case it was uh, uh, Justice yeah. Kavanaugh's message was you know nowhere else in America can a business avoid paying workers a fair market rate he emphasized that the NCAA is not above the law mm-hmm. uh, at that moment the powers that be in college athletics should have been working towards some type of an apparatus to handle this they still haven't nope. Uh, been asleep at the wheel, or, or you know, take, take, trying to take care of what's good for them, um, as far as conference realignment and things of that nature go. But look, this is obvious; they're going to lose in court every time because it, it is they've lost the idea of that they, they had the leg to stand on when you were allowed to stand on amateurism. Supreme Court ruled that that doesn't that doesn't apply here, Yao. Nope. You can't use that. Uh, so once you can't use that, then what's your argument for being illegal? Exactly. <laughs> why you a not for profit? Uh, why you have that status? Uh, that you could operate in this manner when well unfortunately you know, or fortunately in some cases i mean the, the next step is because now we went from full control one way so now the players are in the college the the because we can't even call them student athletes the athletes are in a power position uh and as we said earlier the rules are made through negotiation right mm-hmm. that's how that's where rules come from yep. i mean it's not like the the whoever this new entity <laughs> when they when they move away from the ncaa can just in, you know put rules in place they had they now have to be negotiated with the players their players are gonna have to agree to them rod then the which pl- means the players are probably gonna have to you know form some type of a union unionize yeah they would <laughs> have to i mean right? that's where we're at here and uh you know that that changes doesn't mean there won't be college football on saturdays and there won't be games to watch but they're gonna have to figure out how to handle this because every court in the land that they go to every court has said you can't do it this way yeah <laughs> you're violating antitrust laws yes. <laughs> so we're not gonna side with you and this is a Power Four head coach anonymously told on three over the weekend, the NCAA is no more. There are no rules. My buddies say I am coaching pro sports, and I always say no pro sports has rules and contracts. We ha- we don't have that. We have nothing guiding us right now. Uh, yeah, I mean the NCAA, they, <laughs> you know, they can no longer police the transfer portal because litigation. Um, keeps them. They keep losing that litigation every time they go to court. The court side with the players. All right, the players should have the ability to move around and should have player freedom. That's the transfer portal. So they've said they're not going to penalize multiple-time transfers. So you can transfer wherever you want to, whenever you want to. And now <laughs> inducements are legal. So you can talk about numbers and negotiate straight-up dollar figures prior to even stepping on campus or prior to even signing your letter of intent. So, yeah, I don't know what the NCAA what, – what, what do you say you do here? What is it you say you do here, NCAA? Because you don't do much at all at this point. You've been uh, gutted. Yeah, completely. Um, <laughs> You've been emasculated. And I did say the NIL, 
basically the NCAA is a dinosaur and the NIL would be the asteroid. I, I didn't think it would happen this quickly, but, I mean, we're, what, year three of the NIL? Correct. It, the free market has come in, and it is just sweeping uh, NCAA well, off the map. Look, I mean, the, the, the courts and, and even state legislatures acting on what the court have said have put this in a player's advantage, right? It was yes. always in the, coach, the, the program's advantage as far as, you know, letters of intent and locked in and you can't transfer, can't leave, can't make money, all those things, right? Can't, you know, can't even get a job, for crying out loud. Couldn't even get a job. Couldn't even get, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, get couldn't get a job. Uh, it was so one-sided. Now it's the other way, and, and neither are good. Neither are, one's been ruled illegal. This one is not functional long-term. I mean, look, there's a reason that there are unions and they collective bargain things, right? Why is there a salary cap in the NFL? It was collectively bargained. Yep. Um, you know, Major League Baseball will never collectively bargain a salary cap. Football did for the good of the sport to keep parity, and they were convinced by the league that, no, this is good for you. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to make a lot of money. We're going to have games, but the league will be more competitive, and franchise to franchise, year by year, it'll be good for the growth of the league. They've been right, yep. and the, the salary cap just went up again. Uh, you know, in, in right. 2024, 30 million, <laughs> yeah, 30 million. So, and again, but remember NFL players share 50, 50 revenue yeah. with the owners. That's how that works. Yeah, they're uh, they get half of whatever gets made. And then that's, you know, you know distributed to them through salaries. Again, do you, is that where we're headed in college athletics or at least in college football? I think so. Uh, and the sooner they uh, c commit to that, yeah. the sooner that the NCAA can get along with controlling every other sport, not football and letting football bankroll everything else. Cause it will. You just you're gonna just have to cut the players in, and they're gonna have to have a say in what the rules are. That's mm -hmm. that's that's what the courts have said. And at this point, what what, what are you gonna argue? Because we can have people texting and yelling at me about you know moral high horses. These, the, the 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 Supreme Court of the United States has ruled that this is illegal, y'all. Yes, you can like <laughs> it or hate it, but it's illegal. Yes. You can't operate a business this way. No, uh, it was a sham when it was happening. Some people have been saying it for a long, long time, and you never changed. And now you've been forced to change so what are you going to do uh that you know to your question of what's next i don't know uh, i've been saying for 25 years smarter people than me can get in a room and figure this out yep uh, they haven't i know to this point they haven't uh and they need to because look go back to the nfl you cannot have a system where after every season every player can go wherever he wants <laughs> you can't have a system like that i mean we would agree so coaches who are complaining about the portal are right you cannot have a system where the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl and their whole roster is an open season to go wherever they want to go. Oh yeah, uh, and the you know and there's no salary cap, so the Cowboys could call and say we want to. They're the you know the Sam Walton, uh, the, the richest guy in the world. Well, hey, Patrick Patrick Mahomes going to give you 500 million to come play quarterback for me. Yeah, and by the way, doesn't, you, can't, you can't operate this way. And, and doesn't this negate tampering? The tampering rule too. Oh yeah, because if I, if I can induce, then I can tamper. Yeah. Right, I mean, it, I mean, what? And by the way, the NCAA, what are they gonna do? Are they going? How are they how are they gonna penalize me as an institution if I do tamper with your best players of your roster? What are they gonna do? They can't. They can't do anything. No, that's why they're dead. Right? They have they no don't, enforcement they just, powers. They have no enforcement. They're a flashlight powers. cop. You're a flashlight cop now, man. Mm -hmm. Sorry. That's right. You're the mall cop. <laughs> You're the mall cop. Uh, but she, but yes, and that's so. Again, people have to get real. I mean, you have to get real. I'll give credit to, you know, a guy like Jay Billis has been saying this for years and he years has. and years, yes. and he's been right he's the very whole time. He's eloquent on and the he's topic. A, he's a lawyer. By, mm -hmm. I mean, he went to law school. He knows this stuff. It's illegal. So be a, be, get together and figure it out. But you have to realize the new, the new, the new reality you're in. Yep. Instead of just sitting by and now watching. And it, it, you're right. It's, it's an overcorrection, right, for 100%. all the for all the – the, the commodification and the commercialization and the, you know, the exploitation of the student athletes for decades now. And now the player empowerment movement has happened. And you're right. I, I'm glad the players are getting theirs, the student athletes. But this is the overcorrection now. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're way too far extreme in the other way where, okay, well, now the players can do whatever the hell they well, want. Look, and, and, and there's no guardrails. It kind of – it also reminds me of it's, – it's a – Cancel culture did the same thing. It was it was essentially a vehicle of overcorrection sure. for you know years of persecution and discrimination. But we overcorrected and they decided you know we were going to get into the cancel culture thing. That was the court of public opinion because they didn't believe that the uh, systems in place would be able to hold people accountable. So the cancel culture is going to do it. They realize oh cancel culture that's not right. That ain't right either. That's that, that's even no room for forgiveness and redemption. That's not right either. So then we got to kind of find the middle ground here. What's well, the compromise? And again, you could trace this back decades um, to, to folks who, who still say, well, they got to have, you know, the, the, this system is not going to work. It's out of whack. I mean, well, you guys are crazy. Listen, 
Go back to, you know, the movie uh, Air with, with oh, yeah. the Nike movie oh, yeah. uh, about Michael Jordan. But mm -hmm. in that is a guy, that, the, the character that Matt Damon plays is Sonny Vaccaro. Yes. Sonny Vaccaro was the sneaker guy. Mm -hmm. And I, in that thesis I wrote to get out of college, uh, I quoted Sonny Vaccaro because Sonny Vaccaro, you can, you can trace this all back to this. There were the, so college athletics was worried about shoe money corrupting college basketball, right? Nike, Reebok, everybody fighting for – because they were – you know we, yeah. know we know what they were doing. They wanted to get those guys under their brand, and they wanted the, the schools under the brand uh, to be wearing their sneakers, right, as, it, as Michael Jordan and it grew. They, they, they formed a commission of pre school presidents to look into the mm -hmm. corruption of shoe money yeah. and, and apparel money. And Sonny Vaccaro was called in front of this committee. And uh, the, 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 the famous quote is, as they were excoriating him for ruining college athletics with this money, <laughs> he said, y'all, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, I'm just offering you the money. <laughs> you don't have to take it. I can't, I'm not making you take the money. You're taking it. Yeah. If you don't, and this is, was the point of part of my thesis back in 1995. If you want to be a school and a university, be a school and a university. Yeah. If you want to play in big money college in athletics, not even college athletics, athletics in general, yeah. that's on par with the NFL and Major League Baseball and the NBA, then you got to put some rules in place. You can't take the money and then say, <laughs> no, we're going to hold our principles. <laughs> you can't do it. And the shoe money became TV money, and TV money has gotten out of control, and now that's they're paying great. football coaches $10 million. You can't have it both ways. That's so true, though. That's a great point. Yeah, you ain't got to take the money, man. You ain't got to take the money. It's almost like you said about the NCAA. Like you're, you know you're a voluntary member of the NCAA. Yeah. You realize that. You can't complain about it, but you're a voluntary member of it. It's, that's true. You don't have to take the money. But they – Academics, yeah, you're right. I mean, they want to be academic institutions, and they also want to be top-level athletic well, programs. There, it's not like there's not an example of this around the world. Go over to the U.K., go over to Europe. They don't – they have universities. They, yeah. They play intramurals. Yeah. They don't play professional sports. <laughs> that's for professional sports. Yeah. And that's why, you know, soccer players in the U.K. can start they getting paid academies. when they're 14 years old. Yeah, they go old. to academies when they're young. Yes. Like, no, we're going to, I'm a soccer player. They don't, they don't go through <laughs> – I don't play school. They don't go through <laughs> some university on their way to playing for Manchester U. That's true. You're right. right. You're Manchester City. Yeah. They go through their own training, and they can, their, their parents start receiving – payment yeah, like, when they're 15. Yeah, they're like IMG, little IMG Academy. Lionel Messi signed that. his first professional contract when he was 13 years old. Yeah, they figured it out. It's like, no, academics needs to be separate from major, major, so major revenue generating. So you're generating either a university that is, in, that is for teaching and educating, <laughs> or you're going to be in the big money. If you're going to do both, then you got to play by the rules. And that's what the Supreme Court is saying. That's what the courts are saying. Mm. You can't, once you lose amateurism, I mean, I said this, the, the Olympics dealt with this. Remember when the Olympics were trying to not pay the athletes? Well, they were yeah. collecting huge TV dollars to broadcast the Olympics, and they were your amateurs? No, 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 no. Nope. you got to pay the guys. Yeah. Get, they can make money. Yep. They, they have to be. they got to be pros. they got to be pros. Yeah. You, can, you just can't. Yep. And so it's disingenuous of the school presidents and all these, all this, this hand teeth gnashing. You, you've known this for 35 years. Longer than that. Longer e. than that. Longer than that, because e. like I said, go study Walter Byers. Because I, because everybody's done their deep dives and rabbit holing about this issue. He just admit, he's got to find that thesis where he wrote <laughs> uh, about this issue. You know, to 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 you know, in college uh, at a deep level. Go look at go go if you go if you're not gonna read the book that Walter Byers wrote, you can just go look up Walter Byers and you'll find the quotes. But he wrote a book at the end of his life. He was the first executive director of the NCAA. He's basically their founding father. Think of him like you know George Washington or you know I mean he Thomas Jefferson. He's one considered one of those guys. In his book, Unsportsmanlike Conduct, he exploiting college athletes. This was the name of the book. <laughs> he turned against the NCAA, his own creation, by the way. He said it de they, they initially developed the term student-athlete in order to insulate the colleges from having to provide long-term disability payments to players injured while playing their sport. This, this is a guy that created that term and told you the reason that it was created. It was created out of corruption um, so that they could guard against having to pay guys like they were employees, right, because they'll get uh, workers' comp, and then you get into insurance, and then you get into a deep conversation about paying players and them becoming employees. He also um, advocated for a student-athlete bill of rights. He said that the federal government should deregulate, uh, should require deregulation of a monopoly business operated by not-for-profit institutions contracting together to achieve my maximum financial returns. College amateurism is an economic camouflage for monopoly practice, one which operates an air tight racket of supplying cheap athletic labor. This 
was the man that created the current model of amateurism and the term student athlete. And he's telling you, I did it out of corruption. I did it to hide what we were actually trying to do, which was exploit student athletes for cheap labor. Yep. He's told you. People still want to disagree. I don't like it. Well, okay, you not like it, but it, it, this is the uh, the law of the land here. You know? It's un-American. That's un-American. Yeah. Go on. Uh, the, the Sherman Act, uh, the Antitrust Sherman Act goes back to 1890. <laughs> 1890. Uh, so uh, do your do your research. And, and look, let's be honest, most people are not real good at economics. and uh, It's a basic economic uh, factor uh, mm-hmm. that we're dealing with here and have been for a long time. Good stuff right there. We'll come back. When we do, we'll be at the turn. We may have a new, uh, new PGA Pro that we all like a lot, the, the new hero on the horizon that uh, not like the most we get to that coming up also uh, rattle takes behind the boc uh good bad and ugly on a busy monday still a good idea to avoid uh, 183 uh, south of highway 71 at metropolis and again at police activity and investigation going on there as we check those major thoroughfares as folks peruse through the fog this morning we have the routine backups uh, out there, but uh, we're not seeing a lot of serious crashes on the freeway, so folks doing a good job navigating around the limited visibility. We do have a couple of crashes on the board, uh, one of them over on, uh, well, this one just reported East 5th at Pleasant Valley and Shady at East 7th, both of those injury crashes, and yet another Wells Branch Parkway at Owen Tech. I'm Don Miller. That's traffic. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, what's up, folks? Lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers here. Let me tell you about our friends over at Apple Leasing. I know a lot of you out there are thinking about getting a new car. You've really been eyeing uh, something new, something uh, that could really help improve your quality of life, right, for your budget, for your lifestyle, but you really don't want to put in that effort, right? It takes a lot of time to do the research. It takes time to go vet the dealers, to do the price shopping, to uh, vet the salesmen, um, to make sure you're doing research on what type of car you want the SUV do you want the sedan do you want a truck those are all a lot of decisions and that's a lot of effort a lot of work a lot of time that you may not have that's where Apple leasing comes into the picture Apple leasing has the ability to put you in any make or model vehicle that you want they can get you the price you want on the payment they can get you the price you want the payment you want on the car that you want all it takes is one phone call people one phone call or a click on the Apple leasing's website and you'll get a quote on any make or model vehicle that you want they'll even give you an estimate on the value of your trading right over the phone. Apple Leasing has what they call a simple interest, easy lease. It makes things, well, simple and easy because it allows you to have a lot more flexibility, which is going to give you more possibilities and options to help you find the vehicle that fits you best, but more importantly, the vehicle that fits your budget best. Everything seems overpriced these days. Inflation is out of control. <laughs> uh, that's why leasing actually makes more sense than ever. You're only paying for the part of the car you're actually using. So call Apple Leasing today, 512-346-9977. They get all the same discounts and all the same incentives that every one of the dealers get, but they've actually passed those savings on to you, the customer, because you are their top priority, making sure you get the most bang for your buck. Customer satisfaction is what Apple Leasing is all about. Give them a call, 512-346-9977. Uh, or uh, visit AppleLeasing.com. That's AppleLeasing.com. Sunny days are ahead as Ironworkers Local 482 Union is hiring 3,000 people right now for a huge new project. Maximize your potential today by applying at Ironworkers482.org. That's Ironworkers482.org. Come out to Rodeo Austin, March 8th through 23rd, for a real Texas experience. Featuring Pro Rodeo, Austin's largest carnival, family fun, and live music. Enjoy performances by Jake Owen, Ashley McBride, William Beckman, and more. Tickets are on sale now at RodeoAustin.com. Your ticket purchase helps grow the next generation of Texas kids. Sponsored by Coors Banquet, HEB, Holt Cat, Texas First Rentals, and The Grass Patch. Rodeo Austin. It takes grit to grow the next generation. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with everything I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. 
He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellus, I've learned there's an advanced form of dry AMD called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, colors appear dull or washed out. For others, hazy or blurred vision make it hard to see details, like fine print on price tags. Many have trouble seeing in the dark, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you think you have GA, don't wait. Treatments are available. Ask a retina specialist about FDA-approved treatments for GA and go to gawontwait.com. Turn is presented by Callahan's General Store, helping to keep your yard in golf course condition year-round for 45 years. It's always a good day to make it a Callahan's day. Yeah, get over there. What do you do when it's February and it's 87 degrees? <laughs> when do you start putting your uh, applying your fertilizers? And uh, you normally wait till March for that. But man, it's spring-like conditions in Austin, Texas. That's why the people at Callahan's are there to help you do it right, do it right year-round, keep that yard looking like a golf course year-round with Callahan. Speaking of golf. You know, we're looking for uh, new new stars on the PGA Tour, right? It's been a rough year to start with. A lot of, uh, um, you know, long long shots are winning these tournaments. The top players, of course, several have moved on to live, and including John Rahm, uh, right before the season began. Uh, Scotty Scheffler still can't putt. Rory McIlroy hasn't won a tournament yet. Neither has, uh, you know, a guy like J- Jordan Spieth mm-hmm. signed an incorrect scorecard. Uh, but how about this? This is a, this could be, we said going into this, t- the Mexico Open down there in uh, Puerto Vallarta that they're, it's going to be a no-name that wins this thing because the field was not, you know, stellar. And a 29-year-old tour rookie named Jake Knapp, Rod, is now someone to watch. Jake Knapp's got a beautiful golf swing. Mm-hmm. He went to UCLA, and it took him a while to find his way onto the tour and earn his card. Well, now he's won this tournament at 19-under, and he has access now to the signature events. Next two years, he has privileges to be on the tour, which is nice. It's like I mean, once you get the card, once you get the privileges, now you're on the part of the club. Uh, you can make things happen. But here's why we like him. He's got tattoos all over his body. All over his chest. He's tatted, tatted, he's tatted up. up. Wow. He's, he's from California. He's a surfer guy. He's, uh, how about this? He, he, when he, we almost ran out of money trying to qualify for the PGA Tour. He spent nine months working as a bouncer at a nightclub to keep the dream alive. He was a bouncer. Worked is security. He, is he, so is he big? No. He's just tough. He's a tough SOB. He's, oh, got, wow. he's got the mustache going. And uh, he's also got a vape sponsor got a vape sponsor rod I mean, this, this is the dude man this is not your typical he, golfer. he's not your typical country club yeah. kid right uh, it doesn't seem like no it. and uh he, he he's cool to root for uh, and he's got a great golf swing too by the way heck, heck of a game so i'll be rooting for jake knapp uh wow. and of course you know he, he has a girlfriend of like six months and he, you know when he was in the lead going into the weekend she flew down she wasn't there to start with and then she's there yesterday and of course she's a smoke show out of canada i mean of she looks amazing in her yeah. Short black little dress, sundress thing, mm-hmm. looking good. So Jake Knapp, we're going for Jake Knapp now. That's Jake my new guy. Knapp. How old is he? You know, twenty nine. Twenty nine. Twenty nine okay. year old rookie, but he has privileges. We'll see, man. He get he can hit the ball a long way. Hit the ball a long way. We're rooting for him. Bouncer to nightclub, vape sponsorship. Hey, this is what we need. We need some color. New age golfers. Yes. And is he tatted up? Got sleeves on both sides. Nah, it's like more on his chest. He's got uh, some tats. Okay, on his chest. So you can't see it when he's golfing. You can't no. see all his tats. No. Oh, okay. I he's got you, a little mullet going though. I thought he had like the sleeve and everything. Yeah, so, I'm like, for tatted him. Up. I'm in. Okay. I'm in on that. So we like Jake Knapp. And there's Jake Knapp. Yeah, man. Uh, we're in on that. So yeah, they'll head to Florida now. The Florida swing continue after they get out of Mexico. The West Coast swing over in golf. They're headed to Florida for the next four weeks. They'll also have a couple stops in Texas, uh, San Antonio, oh, yeah. and Houston before they uh, go to the Masters in early April. All right, there's at the turn. Let's go behind the BOC. At the Turn is presented by Callahan's General Store, helping to keep your yard in golf course condition year-round for 45 years. It's always a good day to make it a Callahan's day. And they were all asking themselves the same questions. What is behind that curtain? All right, everybody's excited about the Combine coming up later this week, and we're going to do a lot of uh, discussion about the Combine, too breaking down uh, you know what each longhorn needs to uh, showcase at the combine how they can improve their draft stack i actually think most of the longhorns 
are going to improve their draft stock after the combine. Uh, Byron Murphy is probably uh, the best example. He is um, top Longhorn on most people's boards. I would say almost every board. I haven't seen a board, uh, a big board, which is the ranking of all the players. I haven't seen a big board where he's not the top player on the board overall. And even Bruce Feldman, remember prior to the season, Bruce Feldman had his freaks list um, where he basically has a list of the freakiest athletes in college football. Byron Murphy made the list. Um, the write-up was the Longhorns have gotten a lot better in the trenches on Steve Sarkeesian's watch, and the 6'1", 308-pounder is a good example why the junior who had 26 tackles, three tackles per loss last year has been – this is prior to the season, right? Uh, this has been clocked at 18 miles per hour on the GPS <laughs> and had a team-best 455-pound front squat and power clean 375 pounds – he said he could have gone heavier, but Tory Becton, the strength coach, shut him down. Uh, Becton says Murphy could have gotten 500 on the front squat and 405 in the power claim before they shut him down. And when uh, <laughs> I believe when he was asked about who's the strongest guy on the team, um, Byron Murphy said, uh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Just me. It's, 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 he's like, it, it was like who's, the, who's the strongest guy on the team, Byron Murphy? And he was like, well, he believes he's the strongest guy on the team. He said squat. Bench, I think it's me. He said, I just go in there and lift, lift, lift until I can't no more. That's probably why Coach Beckton shut him down. He's like, dude, you no, know, you need to shut down. There's no well, reason for you to be just power clinging, you know, 400 pounds. We good. Yeah, that's why Byron Murphy's shooting up draft boards because, you know, people can watch him on film. And as we heard from uh, Matt Miller, the NFL draft scout, you know, he was playing on top of a tackle a lot of times last year in that three-down line. Yeah, they had With Devondre yeah. Sweat next to Basically him. Basically playing a three-technique a lot so, of times. Which is not what he's going to be doing in the NFL, right? He's going to be at the center, you know, point of attack there. And, you know, so, so you, you like the projection of, of you get him into, into a normal NFL spot. And then he's relentless, Rod. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't stop. Great motor. The motor is great motor. unbelievable. Yeah. And it sounds like even in the weight room. Like he doesn't. Yes. I mean, his, his work ethic is off the charts. And I think, I think being Sark used to talk about him being one of the leaders in their locker room. Right, he and Tavondre Sweat policed the locker room this mm -hmm. year. Uh, and I think Tavondre learned a lot from Byron Murphy watching him work. I mean, that's oh, really what that. it takes. Because Tavondre's question was, you know, could he could he play with the engine every uh, every yes, snap? That is still kind of the issue. Yeah, right? and Byron Murphy. There's never a, there's never a playoff for that guy. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Uh, he does have a great motor. And Dane Brugler's had a little bit of a man crush on Byron Murphy, even going back to. Probably late last year, he started tweeting about Byron Murphy. Um, he uh, has a freaks list, too, apparently, that he puts out there. Basically, 15 prospects who he can't wait to see in testing Indy. And he said, uh, freak Byron Murphy ready to put on the show. Uh, he said his evolution from running back, linebacker, to freakish D-line, um, having there what, the, what basically his goals are. So, Dane Brugler big on Byron Murphy, too. But anyway, getting back to uh, what I initially wanted to talk about, Pro Football Focus. Uh, they did their overall big board. They ranked all the different uh, prospects coming out in the draft, and they did them regardless of position and regardless of need, team. They just had their big board. They ranked 10 of the 11 Longhorns who are going to the combine. They had Byron Murphy as their top Longhorn on their big board. He's 12th on their big board. So they got him as the 12th best player overall coming out in this draft. They got A.D. Mitchell, 37th um, overall. That's why people talk about the A.D. Mitchell sneaking into the first round, the back of it. They're gonna, it's going to be like six or seven wide receivers drafted. Can he be among those top six or seven wide receivers drafted? A lot of that will depend on his straightaway speed. Uh, they got Xavier Worthy. Uh, sorry, they got J.T. Sanders, excuse me, ahead of him. They got J.T. Sanders at 41st. So they got J.T. Sanders 41 uh, as the 41st uh, ranked player overall. They got Xavier Worthy 49th. Uh, overall uh, player on their big board. Jonathan Brooks, they got it 59. Remember I told you the second round for the Longhorns is expected to be the boom round for Texas, especially if there's only one Longhorn draft in the first round, which is possible. It could, it could just be Byron Murphy because he's the only one I've seen consistently mocked in the first round. Then it's usually A.D. Mitchell, but they've heard that Tapondre Sweat is trending in the right direction. Matt Miller really likes Xavier Worthy potentially sneaking to the first round, but those are guys who have to increase their draft stock, and they got to start. They got to be trending this entire silly season until the draft. Byron Murphy's your guy, so if Byron Murphy's the only first round pick, this, you could have four, five guys, potentially four guys drafted in that second round. Like You'll have A.D. Mitchell, 
JT Sanders, Xavier Worthy, Jonathan Brooks, and Tavondre Sweat. So if he's the only one, you're going to have a that, – that, that second round is going to be the round to watch if they only have one first-round pick. It, it's a good draft to watch no matter what you are as a Longhorn fan, but that second round, man, it could be a boom round for Texas. Speaking of Jonathan Brooks, he's 59th overall as a prospect by Pro Football Focus Big Board Rankings. They got Tavondre Sweat at 90, which I don't – I don't agree with. I don't respect that ranking at all. They got him with the best grade overall for an interior defense alignment in all of college football. First out of 883. And yet he got a 91.7, yet they got him 90th coming out. I don't like that. I heard Mel Kuyper talking about Tavondre Sweat this weekend, and Mel Kuyper said, honestly, he might be his top-rated D tackle overall. That means higher than Byron Murphy. Um, so Kuyper loves him. Well, and as you've just said, a lot of things can change here coming up in the next week, right? The combine starts Thursday, runs through next Monday. And if Tamandre goes and shows that, you know, runs those short shuttles and shows the quickness mm-hmm. and on top of the girth and the size and the mass uh, and the strength, yeah, he's going to move up. And Byron Murphy has a chance to do the same thing. Uh, by the way, right on your, your freaks list there from Bruce Feldman, yeah. number one on the list is uh, um, the kid Chop Robinson, the defensive end, the pass rusher from uh, Penn State. Oh, yeah, coming out? Coming out. Yeah. Uh, that, that what made him freakish? What did he say? He's bigger than Micah Parsons, nearly as fast, and uh, don't, his bench press of 400 pounds. So even even the uh, the coaches at Penn State. Because, like, Feldman gets a lot of these from coaches and you know, oh, yeah. the, the SIDs. Insiders. and then, uh, But they say he's every bit the athlete Micah Parsons was. Mm, that's scary. And he might be stronger that's at this crazy. point. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so he's on that list. Byron Murphy, third on that list of freaks. Also on that there list, Marvin Harrison, Jr. from Ohio State at five. Uh, on the list. Who's course. not working out the combine, he said. How about this? I saw this from Ian Rappaport. Oh, he's point. not even attending the combine. Yeah, Marvin Harrison likely the top – this is Ian Rappaport. Marvin Harrison, Jr., likely the draft's top wide receiver. We'll, we'll do it differently. No agent, no testing at the combine, probably not at pro day either. He's like, I'm done with it. I ain't doing none <laughs> of it. Watch the film. I ain't doing none of it. And you know what's interesting about that? And I said, I said this when it happened. The Lamar Jackson effect. Now you got big time guys, top five picks, no agent. No, I'm good. Well, especially in the first, first for that first contract. Right? Yeah. You might want one for the next contract, but maybe not. I don't Lamar think Jackson. they will. I think Lamar Jackson will be like, no, nah, I'll get that to my mom. I'm good. I know what I'm going to negotiate in my deal. I don't think they're going to – I think we'll have more and more guys who are, who are not going to sign with agents, period. <laughs> I'll tell you, I think I've – They have advisors. This, you may have heard me tell the story before, but our, our friend Dan Neal, of course, mm-hmm. the lifetime Longhorn, Longhorn Hall of Honor, yeah. offensive lineman, he, like you, went to the combine coming out of Texas because he had to go. Oh, right? yeah. He had to go prove himself. He's got an no under, choice. undersized guard. And uh, he, he tells the story that he was in line, this long line to get checked in. And um, Orlando Pace uh, from oh, Ohio State yeah. had driven from Columbus because oh, yeah. Columbus to Indianapolis is not a very far drive. Had driven to Columbus, walked in, looked at the line, and went, said, oh, hell no. Nah. Turned around left. <laughs> Drove back to Columbus. <laughs> went 1-1. One, one. Y'all come see me. Y'all come see me. <laughs> yeah. I ain't good. Now, hell no. Nah. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. And he went 1-1. One, one. Yeah, you go. And went to the Hall of Fame. Trust me. It, 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 now you got coaches who aren't even going to the combine. Sean McVay never goes. No. Channel skips. Well, we send scouts for Yeah, we send scouts for him. It's really more, like I said, it's a TV show. It is. It's more and more of a TV show than ever before, and I think now players are starting to realize it, so they're not throwing at the combine like they used to, and some guys are deciding not to even go. That, that's, that's, that's a first. Mark, he's like, I'm not even going to go. I'm not even going to show my damn Orlando face. Orlando Pace didn't. No interviews, <laughs> no nothing. You're right. I mean, that's, you know what? I respect that for that guy. You got that kind of leverage. I was a jabroni. I didn't have that kind of leverage. Yeah. Uh, uh, Christian Jones uh, ranked 120th, by the way, on these pro football focus big board rankings. Uh, uh, Jalen Ford, 217th. Um, they're really low on Jalen Ford. They got Jordan Whittington, 221st. They also ranked Ryan Watts on here, too. So, uh, they, that's, I mean, that's good for Ryan Watts. He runs well. Ryan Watts got a chance to potentially get drafted late, too. I mean, because the, the talent pool – uh, at, at, for the draft has shrunk is, uh, shrunk because of the um, NIL opportunities at the college level, extra years of eligibility for the college level. So more and more guys are staying in college longer. The underclassmen aren't leaving uh, with at the rate that they once were. So the, the talent pool is not as deep as it was. Good stuff right there. All right, when we come back, we'll go off the record, including, uh, according to this report, Taylor Swift has some rules for her BFF or her boyfriend. Uh, uh, details rules? Of rules. Uh-oh. Got to get to that. I don't like also, that. Also, uh, well, Ty Anderson has, you know, he, like his, his girlfriend was dressing him up recently. We'll get to the details here. Uh-huh. Other off-the-record topics, things you may have missed that you need to hear because everyone's going to be talking about it. Hook him up with Ian Rodby. The further south and east you go, the thicker the fog remains. Over parts of the metro, though, we're actually seeing some sunshine here, so it's lifting. Uh, so just, again, depending 
depends on your location. You can still run into it pretty quickly, though, without much notice. Now, as far as uh, crashes, it's really been a rather light day. East to 5th, this is a Pleasant Valley injury crash. East to 7th at Shady Lane. You've got another one, but Wells Branch Parkway at Owen Tech on the north side, uh, that has uh, cleared up. And all we're seeing really are uh, major thoroughfares running uh, re routinely slow, of course. Uh, northbound I-35, Hayes, Travis County, uh, all the way to downtown slow. Southbound coming out of Williamson County, toll 45 uh, to Palmer, and then 290 to the next heavy. Frontage Road crash, uh, southbound uh, Mopac near 2222, had a uh, lane blocked off there. Don't know if that's going to be a big problem before that light. And we're still dealing with issues 183 south of Highway 71. That police investigation is still going on at Metropolis. I'm Don Miller, that's traffic. Viking fence. Listen, if you uh, are in the market for a new fence, you always go to Viking. But if you use temporary rental fence often, um, you know, when you do a Viking fence for a long-term project, right, you're not going to talk to them again for a long time because uh, that project's going to last and look great for decades with that long warranty. But if you uh, need rentals and uh, rental equipment, you're a contractor, event planner, uh, contract superintendent, and you use temporary rental fence quite often, uh, you need to call Viking Fence every single time. Viking Fence has been serving Texas for decades with fence and gate installation and repair. They also have rental op options for your construction project. So you're looking for temporary rental fence panels with widescreen privacy, barricades for a marathon or a festival or a portable sanit uh, sanitation. You should always go with Viking. Uh, they're always the best. Same quality and attention to detail and uh, just reliability they bring you with a permanent fence project is the same thing they do with their temporary rental fence division as well. Uh, they also have storage containers, portable sanitation, dumpsters, uh, water barricades. You need it. Viking Fence has it and will deliver every single time on time and on budget, uh, hassle-free. You won't even think about it. You'll be thinking about your project. You'll be thinking about your event because that's what you should be thinking about. Tell you, Viking Fence takes care of the rest. Uh, and they have been since 1972 right here in Central Texas and now beyond as they extend up into the Metroplex and up and down I-35. They're growing with Texas uh, and are proud to do so at Viking Fence. 837-6411. It's 837-6411. Find them online at vikingfence.com. And remember, when you think fence in the ATX, always think Viking. For John's 60th birthday, his family planned to drive down old Route 66. But the trip took a detour when his wife got sick with RSV. It's a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems and hospitalizations. This year, we don't want to cancel our plans. We're protecting ourselves with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. Abrisvo, a vaccine to prevent lower respiratory disease from RSV in people 60 years and older. It's not for everyone and may not protect all who receive it. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had an allergic reaction to its ingredients. A weakened immune system may decrease your response. Most common side effects are tiredness, headache, injection site pain, and muscle pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. So don't wait. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine of Brisvo, because every breath matters. The Horn text line has moved. Join the conversation on the new Horn text line, 512-447-3776. That's 512-447-3776. Off the record on Hook 'em Up with Ian Rod B is brought to you by Viking Fence. When you think fences, think Viking Fence. DD Mega Doodoo. I'm sorry, Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. Well, well, I don't get Dave Brain Man Cole. Well, congratulations. Continue good sex in the sex in the Big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record. Do it live! I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. Oh, man, it is off the record, including this. You, you always reliable British tabloids, Rod. Not really, but usually unreliable. Yeah. They are reporting now that uh, Taylor Swift, while on her tour of Australia, has uh, banned her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, from from nudie bars. Says that she's um, not, and, and, you know, he probably like, agreed to Just this. in that country or everywhere? Everywhere. Everywhere? He can never go to a strip club again? She doesn't want him going to strip clubs. Also says here she gave him 500 large, 500,000 dollars 
to upgrade his wardrobe so that he will evolve his to his new level of fame. I mean, <laughs> she probably gets all of her clothes for free anyway. She gets all of her she clothes. She gave him 500 large, according to the always reliable, not Can really. Can she just ask all, the, uh, ask all of the brands that just give her stuff for free to wear? Like, hey, I need y'all to get stuff for my man, too. I always hate that when the super rich people get free stuff. You know they what I mean? All, I mean, because you want you want well, taste the ones to be people can pay for. I know, but you want to take seen in your your brand it. new gear or whatever. So you just give it to her and hope she wears it. So why can't she just say, "Hey, man, give me some stuff for for my man too"? She so can't do that. I'm not sure how much of that to believe because it's the always reliable British tabloids. Uh, well, there's, there's a lot of women out there that don't like their men going to strip clubs, so that actually is believable. That's believable. That's believable. There are a lot of women out well, there that don't like it. There's a lot of guys who, once if they have a serious girlfriend, they they know better than you know. To yeah, be you don't. You don't clubs. even. You don't even test those. Don't waters. test the water. Yeah, you don't have to that mess with well, that. Well, remember recently, Ty before going to meet his girlfriend's parents, she bought him a bunch of new clothes. Ooh. Right, Ty? She got you gussied up, got your hair cut, made sure you were looking on point to meet mom and dad. Right. Mm-hmm. That is true. <laughs> that is true. How does your woman feel about you going to strip clubs, Ty? I don't like strip clubs. She knows that. So oh, we don't have to worry about that. about that. That's true. It's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. Something. I don't know. It's, it's the same thing with, like, watching porn. It seems gross to me. <laughs> there you go. See? <laughs> good for you, then. No porn and no strip clubs for Ty. I mean, I'm not going to say that. no porn, but. <laughs> Definitely no strip clubs. But you're grossed, if you're grossed out by it, then how can you see yeah, you know, yeah, it? You know, I mean, yeah. we don't have to get into it. But I have a mental no. spank bank that I use. That, that's oh, okay. Yeah, there we see, go. Off the record. That was way out. Is it, is it the fifth hour yet? Where are we going? Here? It's close. Hour? It's no, off the record. Yeah, I guess it is off the record. That is true. Officially official. Uh, yeah. That, <laughs> uh, I want to go back to the Cam Newton thing. Cam Newton getting... Uh, in this fight, I don't know. He got bum rushed. He got bum rushed, and we still don't. Ha- I've been looking for any type of justification for it or how it started. Nobody knows how it started, but all we know is that Cam Newton ended up fighting three dudes. Did you say it was a seven on seven camp? A seven, seven on seven, seven tournament? Yeah, kids, kids football tournament. Seven on seven tournament? Yeah. And he ends up getting in a fight. I cannot. I mean, if anybody's heard some stuff, please send it in because I. I really want to know how he ended up in a fight with three. Hey, dudes these seven on seven, seven these seven on seven tournaments, they they get wild. Trust me, like they I've, do. I've told you about the fight that happened that I wasn't even there with Sam Ellinger and you know in, in Florida. But when I was on a seven on seven team, my dad had almost had to come out on the field, and I mean we were like sixteen at the time. I'm glad he didn't fight a sixteen year old, but it it tested Damn. that these these some of these kids will test older with no respect. Will test like adults on and talk trash to them. It's uh, and that's, that's crazy. We don't know who who these three were. Were they coaches on another team? Was this a you know stem from some? Because he Cam Newton's got a team. Like he's got a team he sponsors. Uh, uh, that's player. why he's out there all the time. Yeah, yeah, out there clinic. Okay, that makes sense. Then I didn't know why he was out there, but that makes sense. He's got a team. So you're right. Maybe there's some trash talk going on before the game. They look. I'm saying they they don't look like kids. They don't. They look like adults. They look like grown men. He's just so damn big. <laughs> he like, throws them around huge. like kids. Yeah, he throws them around like that. They look like adults though. And. Except people just don't realize how big Cam Newton is. That dude's 6'5", 250, 260, and carries it, like a, like I said, like a Marvel character, pretty much. So I, I wanted to get to the bottom. I'm sure by tomorrow we'll know why Cam Newton ended up with in a melee, in a brawl with three dudes. But right now it's it's all over my timeline. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Cam, Cam defending. Well, and Cam will explain because he's, he's got a business. He's got a podcast that he – breaks down everything on, so I'm sure we'll get the explanation here within the next 24 to 48 hours. But that is a wild scene, man. And remember the, when he went there, but there was another scene where Cam Newton got into it with like a teenager because a teenager was disrespecting him at that 707 oh, yeah, yeah. camp, and he was talking about how he was a scrub and couldn't throw. It was, trust me, it was really disrespectful. And the kid looked stupid because, I mean, Cam was an MVP at one point. But I don't know. Maybe Cam should stop going to these little things. Maybe just send his team. And stop showing up. It is great that he's there, though. I mean, you don't see – I don't see any other real athletes out there to seven-on-seven tournaments like that. Uh, all right. The, taking uh, – It's wild. The, 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 the evolution of our society. Uh-oh. The Florida Man Games were over the weekend, Rod. Oh, the Florida yes. Games. Florida oh, Man Games. This is a thing. St. Augustine, Florida on Saturday. Organizers called it a huge success. Oh, no. Uh, it's basically the Olympics for Floridian fools. The events included a mullet contest, a mud duel with pool noodles. Wow. 
and evading arrest obstacle course <laughs> where actual cops chase people. Oh, okay, there you go. It's not clear how many fans ultimately showed up, but tickets cost 50 bucks, and they were expecting over 5,000 people. That might be entertaining. And, of course, because we're very uh, uh, open-minded and evolving, the only way, only women's division game in the Florida Man games was the Florida Man pinup contest. Oh, they, were they wear bathing suits or something? I guess. Oh, no. Who, did there, is there a champion of this, these games? I think each event there was a winner. Oh, uh, okay. I thought there was like an overall champion. Best quote came from a guy named James Gordon who won the barbecue pork sausage eating contest. Quote, I've lived in Florida my whole life. They're calling these events, but I'm calling it friggin' Tuesday. <laughs> I'm calling it life. This is what I do every damn day Tuesday. of my life. Tuesday. Oh man. Did they have the did they have anything involving exotic animals that they had to I don't see any animals. Or, see, but that's part of being a Florida man. You know, I always have some exotic animal around, some, you know, some gator. Alligators. Some, yeah, some python or some snake. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we weird. can add to it. This is the first year, Rod. Oh, that's true. We can grow. Got to start somewhere. <laughs> You're going to grow. Go, right, that, go that mullet. We're back. Hook him up with Ian Rod B. Rolls on. A couple of problems near Palmer Lane. One, a reported crash southbound on the interstate just north of there and a backup toward Toll 45, but we've had delays in that area anyway all morning long. And off to the east of Lamar, east of I-35 and Lamar.